drop shipping, affiliate marketing, traditional shop, your own branded products, FBA. Maybe you've even read a little bit about each and found that they have a lot of pros and cons, and that's pretty par of the course, and it can make it hard to make a decision, and honestly, it can make it really hard to get going. So that's why I recommend choosing what kind of shop you want to create, not solely based on what interests you, but also based on something I call the easy, hard, hard, easy rule. Hey, you are listening to the Because I Can Life podcast, where we believe we can decide our own income, choose happiness, kick bear in the teeth, and never, ever stop. Why? Because we can. I'm your host, Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four online multi-million dollar businesses with four kids at my feet. Each week, I'm bringing you real conversations that have led me, as well as other experts, to step into our dream online business lifestyle so that you can get the answers you need to craft your Because I Can Life as well. Take that first step and commit now to your Because I Can Life by downloading your free personal bundle at allisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. So before I get started, I have the funniest story. I was invited to go into an interview with a gal named Natalie Hodson, and she started explaining to her audience what I did, and she used the word e-commerce, and then someone asked what e-commerce meant, and it made me laugh because I've been in e-commerce for almost 10 years, but I did not know what that word meant until about year six or seven in my journey. E-commerce is an online store. And yes, although I started one forever ago, I just didn't think that I was in e-commerce because I thought it was such an ugly word that I never associated it with an online store. So we got laughing so hard. And so we decided that we need to start to change the word of e-commerce to something else. It's not like e-commerce. That's just such a like not a pretty word. So if you have any ideas, we will support you and we will make this new movement of calling it something else besides e-commerce. And so anyways, that leads me into today's topic about the types of online stores that you have the ability to grow. When I first got started, I didn't even know that there were actual different type of online stores. I just started selling leftover crafting supplies from my house. And in hindsight, my lack of awareness was probably such a blessing because had I had known all the options, I probably would have been paralyzed with information overload and had been unable to even make a choice. But now today with so much information out there about starting and building an online store and knowing now what e-commerce means, maybe you might just feel a little bit overwhelmed by your options out there. And I want you to know you are definitely not alone. So what I want to do is I want to start off by asking you a question. If any of these words are currently floating around your head, Dropshipping, affiliate marketing, traditional shop, your own branded products, FBA. 
Maybe you've even read a little bit about each and found that they have a lot of pros and cons, and that's pretty par of the course, and it can make it hard to make a decision, and honestly, it can make it really hard to get going. So that's why I recommend choosing what kind of shop you want to create, not solely based on what interests you, but also based on something I call the easy, hard, hard, easy rule. And it goes something like this. You may have heard me tell this in an example. I learned this from a guy named Myron Golden, but I relate it to Disneyland because I kind of like Disneyland. And I retell it a lot because it just fits into so many things. So let's say you're going to Disneyland and you want to buy a churro. Okay, so maybe you're not the one that wants to buy the churro. It's more like your children have all ganged up on you and refuse to stop annoying you unless you buy those churros for them. At any rate, churros are super expensive from Disneyland. And after the nice worker rings you up, gives you your total, you're about to have a stroke right then and there. Okay, so you've got two options. Option one is the easy to hard option. So you don't have any money to buy these churros. So what do you do? You pull out your credit card, put it on the credit card, and then for the next however many years, you're paying the interest off on those dang churros, right? Or the second option is the hard to easy. You know you don't have money, And so you say, no, we're not gonna buy the churros now. We're gonna save up some money and we'll come back later. That's really hard to do, right? But it's going to be easy tomorrow when you don't have that bill of the churro and all the interest weighing on your shoulders. Well, this is exactly how business building works. You can choose to do the hard option first and get it out of the way and things get easier as you go or you could choose the easier way first and then it gets harder as you grow. Now, I do use the term easy very carefully. Business building is not easy, but if you do things right, you can choose an easier process. Now, don't worry, I'll explain how this role applies to different online business models that I'm gonna be going over with you today. But before we get started, if this is your first time tuning in, You may be wondering who in the heck is the person with the microphone and why you should listen to what I have to say. You know what? Totally fair enough. So hi, I'm Allison. I've been running online businesses for over 10 years. I've done blogging over on howdoesshe.com and that's the one we just hit 10 years on. I've built multiple online stores and here's a hint. I fell in love with online stores. Yes, the ugly word (laughs) of e-commerce that we have to figure out a new word beside e-commerce to say, but an online store, that's what I fell in love with. Now, I did sell my big e-commerce store called Pick Your Plum, but still run a few shops to this day because I love it. I'm also currently coaching on how to start your own online business. In fact, I teach people how to go from zero to 100K and show them how to speed up the process. And I love it when I get to meet people who geek out about business building. So those are my street creds, and I can tell you that having an online business for 10 years, I've looked, tried, tested just about every trick, secret, hidden, underground language to figure out how to increase sales, create happier customers, improve margins, decrease workload as a mom of four who has to juggle so many different things. I 
I'm always keen on trying the latest and the greatest strategies to help me get back some of my precious time, and I love sharing it with you. So today, my goal is to compare the different types of online stores that you can build. I've tried all of these. So I know how the hard, easy, and easy, hard rule applies to each. And hopefully, this will give you valuable insights so that you can choose which way you want to go a lot quicker. Note, you may hear my favorite come shining through, but I promise to lay it out as much as I possibly can about each. So the four that I wanna talk about today, number one, drop shipping. Number two, affiliate marketing. Number three, traditional shops. Number four, branding your own product. All right, let's start off with drop shipping. And I would categorize this in the easy to hard rule. So let me explain why. If you'd followed me in the past, you know that I don't sugarcoat things. So let me start by saying that I don't have raving reviews for drop shipping, but I want to lay everything out that I have learned about this model because you know what? It may actually be the perfect fit for you. Now, if you're drop shipping from China, it is getting harder and more complicated due to a lot of President Trump changes with the shipping from China. Now, when you look into drop shipping, make sure you know the current laws because the last thing you want to do is build a business around something that might just change tomorrow or actually changed yesterday. So be very cautious and make sure you know the current up-to-date laws, shipping laws with drop shipping. Okay, so drop shipping is when you actually never touch the product. So let's say the product's sitting over in China and a customer orders from your site. The order goes directly to the Chinese manufacturer. The Chinese manufacturer ships it to your customer. You don't have to touch it at all. That is what I'm putting a little asterisk by for you to be cautious about right now. What I'm going to talk about down below is actually local drop shipping. So if you live in the United States, let's say you live in California and you've got a drop shipping company that lives in Utah, then you're going to have better luck with that. Okay, so for this purpose, from now on out, we're talking about local drop shipping. So here are the pros of drop shipping. You don't have to have the inventory. That's a plus, right? The drop shipping company holds all the inventory for you. You don't have to ship the products. The drop shipping company ships your products to your customer's house. You don't have to store it in your garage or even on your kitchen table. You don't have to take product pictures. You don't have to deal with manufacturers. You don't have to wait months to sell products. You can live the laptop life and watch your bank account stack, as my kids call it now. And these are some of the realities and promises that attract so many to drop shipping, but... Sometimes it sounds too good to be true. So now I need to talk about the cons of drop shipping. Now, to start, you don't have to deal with manufacturers. It's true, but you're going to be selling a whole lot of what other people are selling. And it's not a brand. It's not your brand of products. You are limited in your ability to price your products because the company that you buy them from usually sets the rates. If they run out of stock, you have to wait. You have no control over the inventory. Your margins, the highest I've ever seen or heard is like a top of 30% margin, but most settle with 10 to 
10%. So you have to sell $100,000 to make ten dollars to $15,000. And my book, that's a lot of work for a little pay. 10 to 15%, whole lot of work. Okay, your branding, your pictures, they're gonna look very similar to others. So you're gonna have a lot more competition. It's harder to step out and brand your own shop. And it's harder to brand your packaging because you never get to touch the product. The product just goes straight from the warehouse to your customer's hands. And then if they want to stop a design, no matter how much you've loved it, promoted it, you can't sell what they don't have. Now, you are in control of your customer service, which can be nice because it's always fun to spoil your customers, right? But if the drop shipper slacks on their end and is late or delayed, you have no control over fulfillment and the customer is going to be mad at you and not the drop shipping company. Now, with all the pros and the cons, drop shipping can work for some people. People who have little to no space to store products, it's gonna be a great way to start. Having some extra sort of money coming in is better than no money coming in, right? So if this is the model that you are interested in, make sure that you research local drop shipping companies before you start building out your entire business strategy. So in my book, drop shipping follows the easy to hard rule, super easy to get into, but hard to keep going with all the competition and the lower margins. Okay, so drop shipping, that was a super fun topic, right? <laughs> okay, next let's dive into affiliate marketing. Now, I think affiliate marketing follows the hard to easy rule. Now I've used affiliate marketing over on How Does She. I started this blog with two friends about 10 years ago. We each invested $125 and it has grown into a multi-million dollar business, a year brand, and we personally never have to ship a thing in that business. But it did take us about three to four years to get to that point. In fact, I was in the bank the other day depositing a check for $39,000 from a monthly commission from a company that we work with. Now, when I handed the teller the check, the teller was like, what is, how does she? And I told him that it was a blog and he leaned in and became very interested. His eyes got big and he was kind of rubbing the check and his voice was so enthusiastic. And I couldn't blame him, a check for almost $40,000, that was way more than my teacher's salary ever brought in in an entire year. And he asked what we blogged about and I told him, but then he quickly asked, well, how long have you been blogging for? And I replied, we're coming up on our 10th year, and oh my goodness, it was like someone else has stepped into his soul. He quickly pulled back, shook his head, changed the subject, and basically said, not interested. It was too much time and too much effort. And that is why affiliate marketing tends to be the hard, easy rule. Apparently, the teller wasn't a fan of working hard up front to have the easy money for later. We worked super hard for about three to four years before we ever saw real money. I think the first year, we averaged around five cents an hour. And the second, we doubled it probably to about 10 cents an hour, but we knew what would happen if we kept going. Affiliate marketing is when you sell other people's product and earn a commission for them. So let's say we're talking about the coolest kid's toy 
over on Amazon. We post a link that Amazon gives us, and if one of our readers clicks on that link and buys, we make a percentage. And the percentage range with each site that we deal with, but it averages around eight to 10% of the sales. Now, this type of business works best if you have a large following. We have over two million followers over on Facebook, so it makes sense for us to use this type of strategy for making money. So why it's the hard easy, it's because affiliate marketing, you're looking at building a very big fan base and that's gonna take time to be able to get the type of following that you need to actually make real money. And then the easy part comes in to when you post a product, you can start driving hundreds, thousands of people over to buy that product and getting the eight to 10% commission in sales. Okay, now let's dive into the third one of a traditional shop. This one, I'm gonna call it the hard to medium. I know, medium. I stuck that in there because it's kind of a mix. Okay, traditional store, think about Walmart. Walmart has some branded items as well as other manufacturers' products, right? Which they take a commission on. So starting an online shop with a mix of other people's products and your own branded products has a lot of moving pieces. Will you pre-buy other products or will they drop ship them? What if your customers buy your products and then someone else who's gonna eat the shipping price? There's definitely a lot to think about when you get started on this model. Now, if you decide to go the traditional way, I'd recommend doing one or the other first before adding in the other. So you'll either start with your own branded products first and then eventually sell others or focus on selling other people's products while you figure out your own brand. Now this traditional shop is what my first e-commerce store morphed into. Um, I actually, and I'll tell you about this one in just a second, your own products. We started out there, but then we morphed into a traditional store where we were selling other people's products. And it started to get very confusing. We had to bring in developers. We had to bring in accountants to split the money and the shipping. And there was just a lot of moving pieces at that point. It is a great model. Traditional shop is a great model. Just know it's got more complexities than this last one that I'm gonna talk about. And this is your own product which would follow the hard to easy rule. Okay, so when you start with your own branded product shop, you're basically gonna be starting from scratch. And starting from scratch is hard, I know, I've done it. And I feel like I've done it a bajillion times now, but it tends to get easier because you're growing a brand around your own products. You're not competing like you do with drop shipping, like you're not competing with other companies, but you will run into challenges. You do increase the risks of knockoffs of your own product, but if your brand is built on a community, it's harder for people to steal it from you. I currently have a pillowcase business and we've had it knocked off more times than I can count, but no one has been able to touch our quality, so we keep shouting that out to the world, and that is why this business will stay solid. Is because no one can touch the quality. No one can touch the community that we have built around this business. And so that's why I give your own branded product 
the hard to easy. Yes, you've got to start from scratch, but when you build this community, when you build this product that no one else can touch, it tends to stay easier. Okay, so those are the four main types of online shops that you can choose from. Drop shipping, affiliate marketing, traditional shops, or your own branded product. Whichever one you choose, or even if you decide to do some type of a hybrid, business building allows you to create a stream of income. You get to learn more about yourself, discover your strengths and the abilities that you didn't even know you had. You'll soon be using phrases like profit margin and trending products at the dinner table. You'll wake up to see new cells have come through and you'll see that your hard work is paying off and it is so incredibly exciting. Now, if you don't know what type of online store you want to go with, know that you can mold as you grow. I started with branded products and grew into a traditional shop. This is the beauty of building online stores. You don't have to have all the answers of what you're going to do for the entire rest of your life. You get to allow yourself to take a step at each time and grow into your passions. All right. I hope that this opened up your eyes and helped you to see some of the possibilities of the type of online store that you want to get started. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Because I Can Life podcast. And make sure you tune in next Tuesday. We'll see you then. Hey, hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Because I Can podcast. If you've ever been interested on starting your online business, let me show you the three secrets to planning, launching, and growing your online store, even if you don't know what to sell. All you have to do is head over to 0-100k.com. That's where you can sign up for my free class. I'll go over why having a shark tank idea will make you fail. The little known trick that helped me to sell over $1.1 million in pillowcases with zero following. And the secret to running a business when my kids took a nap. And if you were like I was, you just wanted to earn some extra money for your growing family. That's exactly why I created this system. And it has helped thousands of people make their first dollar online and countless others to go on, and make their first thousand, 10,000, a hundred thousand, and even crossing the million dollar mark. So go over to zero 100 k.com to grab your seat for the next class to find out how you can be the next one until next time. We'll see you later.